Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally, with Matt Williamson. Matt, uh, anything going on? <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Not now, right. Not now. Uh, Steelers getting word today that uh, their game against the Titans uh, will now not be played. Uh, we saw the Titans have uh, yet uh, another player and, and a front office person test positive uh, for COVID-19 so today. Every they've added a new yeah. person to the list. And so when people are wondering why this game isn't going to be played, that's why. Sure. You know, you, you, have, to make a des- you have to make a decision here at some point. Obviously, the NFL said Thursday was their drop-dead date. Yeah. They dropped yeah. it dead. And they dropped it dead. You yeah. can't you can't continue having players test positive every day and say you have this sure. under control. You don't. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. I mean I mean it feels like the Steelers are getting the short end of the stick, but but the Steelers want to play against a team that keeps getting, you know, positive. No, what if I mean what not. if they're going into Saturday and they've still had positive tests every day? Right. You want I mean, the Steel you want the Steelers to, to, to play that, that team? With all, all them, right. Yeah. Now so, all of a sudden they've got they've got an issue coming out of it the next week? Right. We kind of mentioned this yesterday. Like the best news of all this to me was there's nothing going on with the Vikings. Correct. Yeah. You know, so it's one. So team, far. So far, I guess. Yeah. Right. So it's one team. It's isolated. They won't play until it gets fixed. Really. Right. I mean, it could yeah. be, It's not necessarily even one game. And that's why we're not going to hear any announcements about when the Steelers game is going to be played, um, until the the Titans get this thing under control. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not if they end up if this let's say this stretches into next week and they can't play sure. next week, Sunday. well now all of a sudden you have to come up with a different contingency plan than what you initially had. Right. And the initial contingency plan sure sounds like a Raven swap, right? I mean Yeah, it looks mean, it looks like uh, the, the the Titans were scheduled to be off on in week 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steelers I'm sorry, in week seven. The Steelers were off Titans in week off eight. The Steelers' original bye week was in week eight, as was the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Well, the Steelers play the Ravens in week seven, so they can bump that game to week eight and put the Steelers in uh, to play the Titans so on, the same in that bye, bye week. week. as the Titans, then. Well, they do now. They're both well, off in week will. four. Well, the, right, but <laughs> the original schedule. It would, op- week it would open up that right. date for both teams. And, and Baltimore has to switch their bye and play one week earlier. Right, so Baltimore would one actually week later. Baltimore plays yes a week later, and they would be coming off a bye week to play the Steelers. Right, I said that today too, which helps like, them. Yeah, I mean, like I'll take that if I'm the Ravens. Like I'll, I'll get an extra week to prepare and get healthier for the Steelers. That's looming as a big game. Sure. Yeah, so people are looking at this. A lot of a lot of fans are looking at this and going, "Well, the the Steelers are getting screwed on this. They should the the Titans should just have to forfeit." 
It's not going to happen. I mean, no. there's, there's a number of reasons why. The the biggest one is that money. Um, <laughs> that's the biggest one. Yeah, right? that, that's the main one because if you if if you suddenly start taking games off the slate, then the TV networks are going to come and say, "Well, we're not going to paid for this many games." Yeah, I paid for right. this many games. You're not playing this many games. Mm-hmm. Therefore, uh, you know, give me back. $2 million or $5 million or $10 million, whatever they pay, whatever it comes out to on a per-game basis, they're getting that money back. This year's obviously different. The ticket sales and the beer and pretzel sales and all that stuff isn't a factor or a minor, small, small factor. Right. So that's a little better. But still, you know, you had some good points before, too. Like, you just, how would you figure out tiebreakers? And frankly, it's just flat out not fair to the Titans. Right. You know, well, let's say willing to play. Let's say it comes down to a situation where the, the Titans play the Steelers this week, they play the Bills next week. Mm-hmm. Those are those are three three and O teams in the right. AFC. Huge teams in the AFC. And you're you going to have forfeit both of them. You're going to have one of those games decided by a forfeit, and you're going to have the other one not. Or you know, right. are you going to automatically do this if every? Is that if, fair to the Bills? Is you know, that fair to the. The, the Atlanta Falcons Colts. had a, a positive test last Friday, and that was it for them. They just had that one player mm-hmm. test positive. Well, they didn't make them forfeit, right? Now, I mean, what's the what's the number? Imagined. You know, where's where's the cutoff number for forfeits? Where do you, where do you draw that line? Well, if yeah. you have four positives, you got to like some two of the guys who tested positive for the Titans are practice squad guys. I mean, I guess the argument is the cutoff is. Three days you in can't a row play, of new yeah. Ones, you know, if you, and I get that. I mean, right. you know, at the same time, this isn't the first time the Steelers have had their bye week in Change week four or, or earlier. Okay, yeah, they've had this. It's been eight times now. This will be the ninth mm-hmm. uh, since the league went to went to the bye format in 1990. It's not ideal to me, you know. Like when I see the schedule, when when the schedule comes out, and we do that schedule release show. I like when the buy is in the middle somewhere. You don't want it to be it just, super early. Honestly, late, it, it, a lot of oh, it well. depends on. What are your what's your injury status? Right, right. You know, in term going into that, but you know, if you if you if you've got guys who are injured right now and your buys early, you don't mind it. Like AJ Brown and Taylor, right? And, you know, yeah, for the right. Steelers, Deontay Johnson was going to be a question mark this he was week. Be a question mark, but he you seems know. like the only one that. I well, if this gets him a, a week closer. Watt wasn't going to uh, Derek Watt wasn't going to play right, this week. Right, right, right. You know, that was looked at as a two to four week injury. Well, now he has a chance to play against the, uh-huh. the Eagles. Stefan Wisniewski uh, went on IR yeah, three weeks ago. Right. You know, maybe maybe by the time the Eagles games comes around, he's he's at least practicing again. Yeah, he'll be he'll because you have that three week IR this year. I mean, none of us can predict the future with injuries, of course. But I thought the injury situation favored the Steelers in this right. game. And there's and nothing that says next time or not. A month from now, they they may still favor the they Steelers. Might still favor Steelers, yeah. right? Or the Titans of playing terrible or Tannehill gets benched. I mean, like, yeah. so Derrick Henry right. breaks down after his 80,000th right. yeah. carry this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's all kinds of things that can happen. You just don't know. Um, you had a good point, though, that it's a lot of road games from this point. It on. is. It, for yeah. the Steelers, it will be seven of their final 11 on the road, Yeah, uh, which That's is rough. a daunting task. The only good thing about that, they don't have any long travel this year. There's True. You know, none of those True. are West Coast trips. None of them are you know. It's not a lot of mileage. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's you know it's it's Buffalo, it's Baltimore, it's mm-hmm. Cleveland, it's Cincinnati. You yeah. Know. Good point. Their long trips are to Dallas and 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 uh, Jacksonville. Which I mean, of course they're making either way, but it'd be nice to have a buy mixed in there. You know. Right. During. You know, but you know it is what it is. That, uh, you know, uh, of the previous eight times that they have uh, played their buy in before week. Uh, 
week four or earlier. They actually had it in week two one year. I remember one year they had it. Yeah, that yeah. was in 2000. In two, I'm sorry, 2001. Their bye was scheduled for week two. 9-11 hit. The entire league canceled. Wow. Or no, the, it, and so their bye week got pushed back a week. Is so they were off. There was only they were, 31 teams. They were they off two straight weeks. Okay. I do remember that. Yeah. So they didn't play a game for two straight weeks coming out of training camp. Coming out of training camp. They, they went 13-3 and three that year. <laughs> yeah. Their average, they've averaged ten wins per year when they've when they've had to buy early. Really, um, you know, so and they've made the playoffs in five of those years. They've made the Super Bowl in two of those years. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a, a you know, a, extreme yeah, detriment. I mean, no. you, you know, you, there's a there's something to you know to a team getting hot too. Absolutely, playing and you just keep playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Steelers are playing well. I mean, um, overall, the the whole. The, 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 these two statements I'm not on board with: the Steelers got screwed, or the Titans should forfeit. Like, right? They well, and the other the other so things about forfeits. Again, the, these are three three and O teams coming up here. Mm-hmm. You would have the Steelers and Titans this weekend. You have the, the Titans and Bills next weekend. Um, how are you deciding tiebreakers if one of those games is a forfeit? Yeah, right. I mean, you had a good. How much? I said earlier. Nobody's forfeited far. in the NFL before. What's a forfeit worth? Whenever we because point, out. because the, one of the top tiebreakers, in, in addition to head to head, and like the next tiebreakers in in football are points for points against, yeah, yeah, yeah that kind of stuff. Things. Common like, opponents can't be zero zero, right? You, know, you can't be one nothing. Can't be one nothing, right? You know, it's, or even like baseball, it probably would be that big a deal because there's 162. Yeah. Games. Do you make it four nothing because you play four quarters? I mean, what's right. twenty eight nothing? What's a, what's a touchdown per? Yeah. What's a what's a forfeit worth? I have no idea. And neither does the league. I mean, and so, you yeah, know, when you, you when you start getting into the, the third and fourth or tiebreakers, whatever the, the points for and points against thing is, how are you factoring that into it? Yeah, they'd have to figure out something on the fly. And, oh, I by mean, the way, seven teams make the playoffs this year, so you have three wild cards, so you're going to need those tiebreakers. Tie important, right? Yeah. Three of them are going to have 10 and you know, 6 records. You're breaking ties between right. three or four teams. Sure. You know. I mean, I'm, I'm totally spitballing, but would you do something like, well, on average – there's been 25.2 points scored per game this year. So Steelers, you get 25.2, and the Titans get zero. I mean, that's a huge. But you can't just make that up. No, you, I mean, you, <laughs> I, mean you, you I just ca- made that up right now. Mike you know? Tomlin does sit on the uh, competition committee, mm-hmm. and he was asked about you know if, if there was anything, uh, if, if the league had talked about tiebreakers and those kind of things. Um, he said they had conversations if if what happens if they don't get a full schedule in. No, oh, okay. You know, so one team plays 14 games, games the other yeah. one plays 16 or 15, whatever it would be. Someone had a buy and the other one didn't yet. or you Yeah. Know, right. He said, I'm not aware of any developing plans. I know we had hypothetical conversations over the summer for such an event, and so we have things in place in terms of playoff pairings if we move in that direction, but I think it's everybody's hope that it doesn't come to fruition. Sure, sure. I confirmed this today that – that $175 million floor that they came up with this year for, mm-hmm. in terms of that, that assumed that there were 16 games for everybody, even with nobody in the stands. Like, wow. that was the that was the bottom baseline. Okay, okay so we, we're going to have 16 games. We'll assume nobody has any fans in the stands. So if we start canceling games. Now you're taking that, you know, yeah. the, yes, they've already set the floor at $175 million, So it can't go any lower than that, but you're getting closer to it being that $175 million floor oh, as opposed to we've seen right. we've seen teams start to have, you know, pl- uh, fans in the stands and, and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Well, that could raise that floor. 
Oh right! You start right, right. canceling games now. It's much more, oh, you know, no, it's going to be much more time, likely yeah. that you're at 175 million dollars, and nobody wants that. No, of course not. Um, speaking of competition committee and like dealing for this ahead of time, do you think the NFL regrets maybe not having an 18 week schedule and just that week 18 just being open and perhaps need it, you know, and they I mean? can still do that. I guess they still could do that. Yeah, just bump the playoffs back a week. Yeah, I mean that's certainly a possibility, and that's been talked about. The entire time of this, I mean, I, I heard people when the schedule first came out. Well, the the, the Super Bowl scheduled for the second week of February, mm-hmm. but really they could push it back to the last week in February, and it wouldn't. And it would still be fine. Yeah, I mean, these other leagues pushed everything back. Yeah, you could you could add you actually I think they have until mid March or even late March to get it to get it in if they mm-hmm. had to. So you know, if they had to shut things down for let's say they just shut the league down for three weeks. Mm-hmm. They could still get a full season in. You could still play 16 games yeah. or 14 or whatever. You could all right. play a, a, big, a beefy schedule. Playoffs wouldn't be necessarily starting in Jan- mid-January or anything either. Yeah, you're right. And, and even just my suggestion, if you need – if five teams or you know, I guess it would be an even number, missed a game that they couldn't reschedule, you could have them all play week 18 and everyone right. else gets a buy. Yeah. Know? Especially if they're playoff needy. And this is what it is. I yeah. mean, you know, there's going to be teams that, that uh, will be playing the following week and others that, you know, maybe they're they're sitting there waiting. They're already in the playoffs and mm-hmm. they get a, a free bye week. But, but it is okay. what it is. Yeah, I mean, at least you get the games in or whatever. Right. right. And I think that's what everybody wants to see. I think everybody wants, every you know, all these teams to play a full 16-game schedule. Right. Right. I, I think so, too. I mean, that's the goal, and I think it's – I think it's going to happen too. Not that I have a magic, you know, crystal ball here or anything. But yeah. I mean, I think that's the plan. I mean, we're we're a month into this thing. We've and this finally happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even in training camp. You could actually say they're they're two and a half months into this thing. Yeah. And they they just finally had an outbreak that like this. The, the change of the plans. Yeah. Yeah. And really, if do you agree that if if nothing would have came up yesterday. Or you know broke today, they'd have played Monday night. Yeah, if they hadn't had another positive, one more day, one day away from right, not really changing the plan at all. Correct. Yeah, I think that was the case, and and you know those those two additional positives that they had today, one one was a player, one was a front office person. Mm-hmm. If it was just a front office person, they you know they they no, that wouldn't have changed anything. Wouldn't have changed it, it, the they way this the has. Yeah, and I and obviously I mean I guess it goes without saying, but. If it comes out tomorrow, whenever we sit here at the drive, that they had five more, then you're really worried. then you made the right de- yeah you yeah. made the right decision. They got to shut things down, and that's the you know the, the Titans aren't allowed to to have any gatherings mm-hmm. together this weekend. Like they're, you even said, they can't even like they're told they were they've been told you guys just all stay apart from each other for now. Let's get this thing under yeah. control. And, and it's a rule. I mean, like yeah, they, they can't go to a Tennessee high school and throw you know, nothing. Or anything. They right, can't right. go to dinner together. Yeah, yeah right. you know they can't they can't. You really do anything? Apart. Yeah, you know, yeah, if you, totally you could have two guys living in the same place. I guess you know if they're sharing an apartment or something. I can, that I, might happen. I guess they'd be allowed to be around each other because they're, they're kind of like my yeah. kids can get on the bus together, but they have you know, other got socially. Yeah, you go to dinner or something. Or, you can socially you can sit there with your family members, mm-hmm. the people that you're in contact with every day. But other than that, you can't. Yeah, like the only people my my son can sit with is his sister. You yeah, know, right. Bus, you know that type of thing. But yeah, and it's. I don't think it's a mess, you know. Like I've heard people, no, like, this I think is it's the beginning of the end. They shouldn't even try to see, you know. All people have been saying that you had people saying that when this before this, there's there's just no way they should play a season. This just won't work. 
Get a life. I mean, I hope it. Get I hope they're life. wrong, obviously, but and maybe uh, they're they will going be to right. be wrong. I mean, but they're going to be wrong. This is easily the right decision. You it's can, handled well. You can get through this stuff. Yeah. You just you know, it's, how much do you want to get through it? That's the thing. We've yeah. we've seen Major League NFL Baseball. Major League Baseball had an outbreak the first week they came back and played. Right, they're in their right, right. playoffs right now. They were canceling teams. Yeah. And, right, the Miami the Miami Marlins had I think sixteen players test positive. Mm-hmm. And they, the Cardinals, they've made it through. The Marlins are playing in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can get through this. Yeah. And in a way, maybe like baseball, they'll look at and this year's sort of an asterisk in the history of the game. I don't think it will be because if you play, if you play a full schedule, there's right. no asterisks. Right. I mean, it's You're going to name a champion, even with baseball this year. Hockey, this, all this stuff. You're gonna have a, you're going to have a playoffs. Mm-hmm. You, had a, you had your regular season. You're going to have a playoffs, and there's going to be a champion. Right. They're going to raise they a banner. They their hardest. Yeah. yeah, right. I, I beat you or you beat me. Somebody's getting a trophy series. at the end right. of this. Exactly. And, and where I was going with that is it's maybe it is a little different than usual, but it's a heck of a lot better than like the, was it, 1981 scab year or whatever. Right, you know, like, yeah. I mean, all the, the guys are out there, and okay, so you miss a couple games here and there, maybe. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that. yeah, that's the, I think it's that's the other thing about this is football's done this before. They've had those scab years. Mm-hmm. They even counted scab games. Oh, right, right, you know, right. So it's not the it's not the end of the world if if they don't get all sixteen and obviously they would like to for mm-hmm. for monetary purposes but uh, we're gonna was, take a break. I was happy the Vikings didn't have any. That, yeah, that would have worried me a heck of a lot. More. Absolutely. That would, yeah, that was the thing I was really keen on. Absolutely. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna hear from Mike Tomlin what he had to say today uh, after this news broke and after the Steelers finished up their practice. We'll do that right after this. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Matt, uh, as, as I mentioned uh, before the break, uh, Mike Tomlin uh, talked to the reporters, us us reporters. I can yeah, say, right, I right. could say that since I was on the call. Uh, talked to us after the uh, practice today. The Steelers had about an hour-long practice. They bumped it up a little bit when they found out that they wouldn't be playing. They already had everybody at the facility. Right. So they, they might have be hard they, scheduling. This yeah, they, they figured they might as well get a practice in. Yeah, uh, typically, there, Because typically what he would would have done was they would have practiced like Tuesday, Wednesday, Give and he would, nice long and he would have given them off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to come back and practice on Monday. Uh, but since everybody was at the facility, no, they, you might as well do it. Everybody they got on the there, field right. a little bit and did some stuff. But. I, 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 what's interesting though is you don't do any Titan stuff. I assume today though, right? Maybe just well, work on fundamentals. Typically, or... what Tomlin does in a bye week is he'll get the young guys a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of the the guys who haven't played a lot. Get more of the snaps, so it's it's more about. My point was more yeah. though, like when when Tomlin got up this morning, he assumed there was going to be a oh, yeah. centric practice, right? right. Yeah. Or you know, up until noon and then you got to change things up, yeah, right. And now it's like, okay, well, all the stuff we were going to practice that was to stop Derrick Henry, are we going to get into Eagles already? They probably haven't. No, nah, they'll do that, that Monday, yeah. right? Right. And so, yeah, I guess you just do basics, yeah, our bread and butter stuff. So, uh, as I mentioned, Mike Tomlin spoke to the media today. Here's what he had to say. All right, everybody, we have Coach Tomlin here. Just a reminder, 
please use the raise your hand function and we'll call on you. Let's go to Jerry Dulac. Jerry, go ahead. Uh, hey, Coach. Um, just uh, kind of your reaction. Are you disappointed with an early buy, and how does this affect your schedule maybe pushing into next week? You know, I'm disappointed because we were preparing to play and we're not getting an opportunity to. Um, but we understand the nature of this environment we're in in 2020, and so we're just adjusting accordingly. Uh, but there's disappointment, no question. We've worked extremely hard at the beginning portion of this week in preparation for what we thought was an opportunity versus an undefeated team in their venue. And so you lean in on those opportunities. And so uh, we're not getting the opportunity to do that. Instead, we're getting a bye week. Uh, so we're going to make the best of that. Uh, we have every intentions of uh, getting appropriate rest and taking care of those that need to be mended in any way. Uh, and more than anything, just, you know, kicking back and gaining a little bit, little bit of perspective in terms of watching others work. And we'll come in the beginning of the next week and lean in on Philadelphia. All right, let's move on to Dale Lally. Go ahead, Dale. Mike, uh, you mentioned your disappointment. Uh, did the players feel the same? Were they kind of, or did, were they more understanding of this situation? I think we're all understanding of the situation. It's not, it's not lack of understanding. It's just that you know we live in these, you know, seven day cycles, if you will, and we had a, a, a game scheduled, and so we were going through a process. And not only is that physical work, that's mental work, and and so we were, you know, readying ourselves for for the opportunity and, and we're not getting it. And so it is a letdown. Mark Caboli, go ahead, Mark. Hey, Mike, uh, have you or will you use this as a teaching tool? Um, well, maybe not as a teaching tool, but a reaffirmation to the players, as you said at the start of the beginning of this, that one fell, all fell? You know, um, we've continually respected the environment that we're in. We don't need you know, tangible, miserable examples in an effort to reinforce that. We've made a conscious effort to be forward in our thinking and proactive in terms of our, uh, in terms of our approach. And so that's just simply going to continue. Brooke Pryor. Mike, will you, do you have any preference or will you have any input on when the game will be scheduled, whether that's the week eight by or tacked on to the end of the season? You know, I'm a, I'm a tangible guy. Uh, the next tangible thing for us is the Philadelphia Eagles. So that's where my intentions are transitioning toward. I'll let the people that handle that business focus on that. Tim Benz. Mike, your disappointment being understood. Uh, is this the right decision that was made by the league, in your opinion? Um, you know, my opinion does not matter. Um, we take marching orders from the National Football League. We understand that they're acting in our collective best interests, and I have a great deal of comfort in that. Joe Rudder. Uh, knowing when you went out on the field today that the game would be postponed, what kind of workout did you put the guys through? Um, we're trying to get better every day, and, and that's our approach to business. Every day we take the field, we have areas of improvement, whether it's skill development, whether it's understanding of the game or situations relative to the game, uh, or just collective cohesion. Um, and we, we talk openly about that. And so we had an opportunity to get better today, and, and hopefully – uh, we, we, we did in certain areas, and, and those are our intentions on a daily basis. Will Graves? Mike, usually when you have a bye week, you know, guys plan well in advance, and they kind of go wherever they want to go and come back in time to work on Monday. Are the, are the rules different this year, the parameters in terms of, you know, what you've requested guys to do in terms of where they go and, and, and what they surround themselves with during the, the this unexpected time off? The rules are different 
but for, to my understanding, the rules are going to be different for all of us. There'll be daily COVID testing throughout this weekend. And so uh, the guys uh, have to remain local. Um, we understand that. We understand the environment we're in, and we, we plan to adhere to it. Aditi? Coach Tomlin, you are referring to this as a bye week. So does that, A, does that mean that your players will indeed be off tomorrow? And has the league given you any indication of when you will know if this is the bye or if you'll still get your bye a few weeks from now? The players are off the remainder of the weekend. I have had some information regarding potentially what the future looks like, but, you know, it's just hypothetical at this juncture. It doesn't serve us any purpose for me to get into details. Jeff Athorn. Mike, what is your reaction to potentially playing 13 straight weeks and how tough will that be physically? We do not care. Uh, Mike Prezuda, go ahead, Trev. Mike, is there any kind of plan in place that you're aware of in the event that teams all can't play 16 games? You know, I'm not aware of any um, – you know, developing plans. I know we had hypothetical conversations during the summer for such an event, and so they have things in place in terms of playoff tiering and things if, if, if we move in that direction. But I think that's everybody's hope that that, that doesn't come to fruition. All right, we got time for two more. Jerry Dulac? Uh, Mike, do the, the players uh, still have to get off four consecutive days uh, during this buy? Um, they're off the remainder of the weekend. We had a bonus day scheduled for Monday. And then we'll wrap it up. Aditi. Coach Tomlin, is, it, I understand that you don't want to speculate, but were you given a date when you will find out how this is going to be addressed? Or is that also still up in the air? You're right. I, I, I wish not to speculate. All right, thanks everybody for your time. Uh, Coach will be it today. We will be in touch with the schedule media-wise for you guys uh, here in the next hour. So appreciate your patience. We'll talk to you soon. That was Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin earlier today uh, with the assembled media uh, on a Zoom call talking about uh, everything that's, that's happened here with his yeah, team. Right, right, right. Used the words disappointment and, you know. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I mean, you think – you know, you pre- all that time you put in to prepare for the Titans it was wasted. You can still use it. Some of it. But it's the, the, the league yeah. changes so fast. Right. I mean, you know. you're not going to play them for another month now. So, right. really, what's it going to be? You know, they're going to be a much different team, much like the Steelers will be a much different team sure. a month from now. They're going to they're put more stuff on tape right. between and, now and then that you, you know. And I think how most teams operate are you pretty much use the last three tapes. To really right. make your game plan. So that's what they're going to be looking at. at. And that's like everything since then. Right? Yeah. You know? You'll know the personnel, assuming that you know neither team has a, a rash of injuries. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, that'll be it. Hill strengths and weaknesses. You're not going to throw that stuff away. It's in the system. But it is a, a huge waste. But or, if you're, you know, this, this, the Steelers coaching staff and some of the, you know, I'm sure the players started looking at this as well, um, wasted the first three days of the week. That, that's what I was say, too. Yeah. It's like you have all these practices where you could get better and you're dedicating it to that game that doesn't exist, it's like, yeah, you probably got a little bit better, but maybe you got a little, a little bit better running your route or whatever. But that's not how you would have practiced, I mean, by any stretch. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I, I thought the uh, the other interesting thing, he was asked, um, 
about the the situation of, of playing all these games and not having a buy and, and, and mm-hmm. these things. And he says, We don't we don't we do not care. We'll just go out and play. It's the only um, way to look at it, and yeah. they actually believe this team because they've been through the ringer so many times. They understand, you know, that that's not something. To Tip- get I mean, Tomlin has done his best jobs over the years when the Steelers have faced adverse situations. Mm-hmm. Whenever things going great, right. you know, and even you know, I, it Art, is one of his Art Rooney the sure, second right. has said that in the past that like you know one of the things that 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 Mike Tomlin does better than maybe any other coach in the league is handle adversity. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's um, true. You know, he, he, he and just, this isn't extreme adversity. I mean, no, Tennessee no. got it tougher than the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, if the right. schedule would come out at the beginning of the season and they said, "Oh, the Steelers are off in Week Four," and then they got a, you know, they play, they play because the situation now will be they'll play Baltimore or they'll play Tennessee, really? Baltimore, oh. uh, coming for that week. Tennessee, Baltimore, and Dallas three games three in a row on the road, right. all on the road. Right. Um, you would have said, oh, that's a tough stretch. Yeah, that's a brutal stretch. But it was going to be a tough stretch one way or the other, even if it was at Baltimore with your bye week and then going to Dallas. There's still three good teams that you right. play. They're on yeah. the schedule. They didn't take them off the schedule. <laughs> you knew it. that when, the, right. when the, you know, the schedule was set last year, that you were going to have to go to Tennessee, mm-hmm. you were going to have to go to Baltimore, and you were going to have to go to Dallas. Yeah, and – Maybe you're playing your best football at that time, right? Or maybe Ben's out and you lose all three, or you know, I mean, or maybe you know, Lamar, Lamar Jackson's out, or whoever. Yeah, it exactly, you know, there's, exactly. a lot can change between them. Um, it's he, not that big a deal. He was also asked if if he will use this as a teachable moment, and he said, "No, we, you know, we've continually continually respected the environment that we're in. We don't need tangible, miserable examples to reinforce that." <laughs> right. I mean, like, we're, everything's cool on our end. Yeah. We don't need to teach them up for. They're, they're guys, up, you, know. you know, they haven't had any, you know, the, the guys testing positive since they got to camp. They had some guys when yeah. they first arrived at camp who had had some situations, sure. but they haven't had any outbreaks. And Everybody's been good. And, they've yeah. been diligent with this. And Ben Roethlisberger talked about it yesterday. He's you know he's homeschooling his kids this year, mm-hmm. so they're not going to school and bringing it back <laughs> home. Back. And right, right. They're not having people over to the house, which I'm sure with young children is it's tough. Hard. Right, right. You know, yeah, you, the, ki- the kids want to go out and play with their friends, and they can't do it because it's more than a sacrifice just for dad. I mean, right? It's a, a lot of people. It's a full and, family sacrifice. Right. And, you know, we had Stefan Tuit on a call yesterday, and. He was talking about how this is important because a lot of these guys have family at home that that are susceptible to you know Absolutely. to these kind of things. Yeah, a mother or a, a, a sick kid or who, who everyone has something. Yeah, I mean without a doubt, there's there's tons of those type of things. Um, you know what else is inf- unfortunate though? I mean, three days of the drive of just wonderful pearls of wisdom that we talked about for that game too that are. Out the yeah, window. Out the window. Forget right. everything we said earlier this week. I know. All those wonderful things we said about this upcoming game, and it's not, nobody can use it now. Yep. Well, it's meaningless. Sad. I'm talking to you, uh, Adam Crowley. <laughs> Ran into Crowley in the hallway today. It's the first time I've seen him in person. Wow, I didn't know in, that he uh, ever left the house. Yeah, he was in here today, and, and uh, you know, he said that uh, he listens daily. Gets all his information. Just so if you're listening to the Crowley Show, this is where he gets his info. This is where he gets the inside work. <laughs> You know, come up with some stuff of your own, Crowley. Come on, Crowley. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he left the house. <laughs> actually, some people are around the building here lately, which is promising, too. Yeah, we're starting to see people trickle into here into this place. But uh, anyways, we're going to take another break. He All is right. Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. Uh, you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, Bill Barnwell wrote an article uh, on ESPN.com um, going over the unbeaten teams mm-hmm. and some things that uh, are flaws for them at this point. And uh, he brought up some interesting stats with the Steelers. We'll talk about that right cool. after this. 
You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Run like hell for you? Yeah, you better run. Good stuff. Matt's uh, a favorite yeah. album of all time. Yeah, The Wall would be number one. Number one. Got to stop Taking Derek it to the island with you. Run. Uh, never mind. We'll worry about that later. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be your one album you would take to an al- uh, island, right? Yes, it would. I mean, it doubles cheating a little bit. You know, well, that's okay. Take it kind of be in that You can take some double albums. That's right. right. I, and I guess if you're going to an island, do you want a theme album where you want one song after the other, or you don't? Or do you just want a bunch of hits? I don't know. It depends on how much you like the album. Right. That's one of the things I think kids today probably miss. Like, who listens to an album start to finish? Anyway? Right. That's, yeah, that is. A lot like, of Floyd albums have uh, to be listened to that way. Right? Yeah, like the. Even Sgt. Pepper's and some other. Girls, yeah, you, you follow know? it up, and you right. can't imagine those songs being played without hearing the next song right, right. after it. Right. The, the 38 second stop, I want to go home. You get that in Stand Alone by itself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Or Mean Mr. Mustard by itself or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't work. Uh, what has worked thus far is that the Steelers are three and O. Oh. Sure are, yeah. Um, and if you look at it, uh, Bill Barmore breaking down uh, each of the unbeaten teams thus far, their their flaws and what they're doing right. Uh, he said uh, their preseason chances of making the playoffs were at fifty nine point one percent. Okay. Their current playoff chances are now at seventy nine point eight percent. We did some football outsider stuff that was in the yeah. same neighborhood, and actually, Bill is used to work at football. Outsider. I'm no mathematician, but that's a much better chance. It's, it's improved, right? <laughs> that's almost eighty percent. Do you know off the top of your head what percentage of three and O teams do go? It's pretty I strong. Don't, but it is. It's, yeah, it's much better than much more than zero and three, which oh, is where they were at last year. Zero and three, I think it's like at twelve percent. Yeah, they make it or something like that. Yeah, that, yeah, that one we did have to look up a lot last year. And it doesn't matter that they are the only team in the league who's three and zero, who's played, whose opponents are zero and nine. It doesn't. Well, right. I mean, three and zero, three and zero. It doesn't matter. They all count the same. Right. But for his article, he 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 does a nice blurb, a beefy, you know, a lot of words on each team, and ranks them from kind of worst to first. Not that the Steelers were worst, but they were. I don't know. There were several teams ahead of him of the undefeated. Yeah. And that was one of his biggest, um, you know, arguments against the Steelers is who have you beat? Well, people are going to be saying the same thing. Their next game is against the Eagles. Another they have a, another a tie, bad. Yeah, yeah they, right. They've, they've, they've struggled. And then they get the Browns at home as well. They should win that game. The Browns might be, have a decent record at that point. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never ready to say the Browns are. I mean, it, it His, was shocking. This I is think. the first time the Browns have been above 500 since like 2012, yeah, something, something like that. that. I mean, it would shock me. History tells us that they will lose this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget who they play this week. We have a tough, that reasonably good game. Um, anyway, it would shock me 
to that point, it would shock me if the Steelers weren't favored in the Browns game. Oh, absolutely. Right, yeah. Right. They play no the Browns are at Dallas this week. They're mm-hmm. gonna lose to Dallas. I think they will too. Yeah. A lot of people are getting buzzing about the Browns. I, I don't think there's gonna be Every, the Browns fans are buzzing about the Browns. That's <laughs> that's who buzzes about the Browns and they're they're never right. Uh then the following week they 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 play Indianapolis at home. So there's a good chance that the Browns are gonna lose both of those games. They're yes. going to be. They're going to be. They're underdogs this week. There's a good chance that they're underdogs next week against Indianapolis. Oh, I think they would be. Yeah. For, for so they're going to. They're going to probably. They'll be two and three, mm-hmm. two and four. At least they have a win. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> Better than possibly the first four opponents. And you know, if you look at the Eagles, I think this, the Eagles are favored this week. I forget who they play too. The Eagles are at San Francisco. Oh, they're not. Favored. They're not favored. They're not game. favored yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be still win. They're going to have. They're going to have a tie on their. So the Steelers conceivably could play their first four opponents, could have no wins. Could be winless. Now, week one, that's, you know, everybody's well, everybody's right. winless. Yeah, right. So I, I don't hold that against them. They play who they play. We knew the schedule. No. Again, it goes back to what the, we talked about in the previous segment. The schedule's a schedule. Yeah, there was a big stretch. The Eagles were a playoff team last year. When people were oh, talking about how difficult the schedule, right. well, this is going to be a tough game. That, the yeah. Eagles are in the playoffs. And Houston looked better in the offseason. Right, Houston was in the playoffs right. last Houston year. Playoff yeah, two playoff teams from a year ago. Mm-hmm. You can't help what they're playing like now. No, but if you're, I mean, again, power ranks mean nothing. But if you're ranking the teams... That's the argument against them, though. Yeah, they're three and zero, but they should have won each of those games. You know. But if they don't, then everybody, well, then Tom, Tomlin never always loses the teams with you know. Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. which is a false narrative, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> it is right. Um, you know, he has a better record against teams with losing records than mm-hmm. Mike than uh, Bill Cowher did. I also nobody ever a, said that about Bill. Bill Cowher always loses games against teams with you know losing right. records. Nobody said that. I also have a hunch that that Texans win is going to look better and better. Yes. a month from now, I think they're going to win this week. Yeah, I think, I think they'll start, beat the Vikings. Yeah, I think they will too. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. Some interesting stats from this. The Steelers have gone three and out on 40% of their possessions this year. That's disturbing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a bad number. I don't know, though, that that was unexpected early in the season with Ben Roethlisberger coming back Maybe not. injury, though. Maybe not. And they've had the Castro in and out of the lineup, Connor yeah. in and out of the lineup. And he does bring know. that up, but they've had, uh, if you look at getting all their pieces on the field together this year at the same time, that hasn't really happened because Mm-mm. James Conner was out for most of that first game. And then, right. you know, you were already missing DeCastro in that game. And then the this last are, game, right. Juju Smith, or, uh, Deontay Johnson's out for most of the second half, even mm-hmm. though Conner is. So they haven't had their guys together a and, lot. I mean, Tampa can say that too. I mean, there's a lot right. of teams that can say these things too, but not typically at the start of a season. Not, usually, you start with yeah. everybody and yeah, get a couple games, and then the, and then the injuries start to happen. Uh, so, but if you, if you look at what the offense has done, I mean, they're averaging over 26 points per game. So these mm-hmm. these four these three and outs haven't burned them yet. Maybe maybe no, that's no, because no. of the opponents. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe it's because of the defense. Than, right. And the defense is <laughs> yeah. so good. Their, de- their defense is probably, I, I, don't, I don't know the numbers, but I'm betting their defense has probably forced the most three and outs in the league. Wow. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it from that angle. I mean, if you do like plus minus of three and outs, they're four, probably still they're ahead. Probably even Steven. Yeah. They're still plus. Because right. even that last game. Because they're not 32nd. Houston, no. Low. Right. Yeah. Houston either scored a touchdown on their drives. Or went three and out. The one drive in that game that they didn't was the interception. That was the only. Okay. That was their only possession in that game that did not end with a three and out or a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I, I Which think is amazing. Bill's, it is pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're 100 right. It's absolutely amazing. I assume Bill's point is, and I, and I remember reading it, it was something along these lines that history has shown 
that can't keep up. Right. Yeah. They, usually you become a bad offense if you're at the bottom of the league. And, right. Yeah. You know, that can't keep up. Right. He also brings up the point that their, that their red zone efficiency is just 50%, but he does note that two of their games ended with them kneeling on the ball inside. <laughs> so right, right. You t- if you take those out of the equation, the Steelers' touchdown percentage goes up to 60%. Those are considered failed red zone yeah. attempts when you're kneeling and you have the team. Which on. is above average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, don't look at the Steelers' red zone. Well, they're only scoring 50% touchdowns in the red zone and say, well, that's a bad thing because two of those are – Just remember that down the line, right, too, the, when people are saying the red zone is no good. Well, they had two teams beat, stepping on their throat. They, they could have punched those in right, easily. Right, right, right. I mean, they had the ball at the – Three last week with Texans D was shot with the two minute warning, you know, at at the two minute warning, and and then took a knee, eating clock as opposed to trying to score. Yeah, Um, they've also uh, thus far have the league's best average starting field position. Yeah, I didn't know that until I read that either. Well, again, that's not a bad. Their return game's been good this year. No, I don't look at Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah, they they had the worst. Starting field position two years ago, mm-hmm. when they had the leagues, they they threw for the most yards in the league. They had the worst starting field position of any team in the league, yeah. much largely because they didn't force, they didn't turn anybody you, you over. Say that's the key is you get a, a turnover at midfield, right? It changes, skews things dramatically, or get some good returns, which they've gotten. Mm-hmm. Or so I don't hold that against the the no, offense. No, I don't look at that as a negative. It's no. just a good thing to know. I didn't realize that, and you hope it keeps up all year because it's self induced. It's not like oh they got lucky and got good field position. Right. I mean, the only thing they'd be lucky about it would be people trying long kicks against you and missing them and handing the ball over to you at midfield. But you know, uh, what we've what we talked about there, the trio of James Conner and wide receivers Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson has been on the field together for thirty-two point six percent of the team's offensive snaps thus far this year. Third, basically. Yeah, a third of the time. Considering well, they all started, like you said, it's not week ten through week twelve. It's they all started healthy in week one. Right. You know what I and, mean? It, and you've had them on the field for three games for mm-hmm. essentially one game. Right, right, right. Yeah. One of those three games. So that's cool. I mean, that's your three best guys offensively. Yeah, those are the guys you Connor, want to have. Connor, Smith, the most Schuster, and, and Deontay Johnson. Right. They're going to get the ball. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that that's going to change as this moves forward, and their mm-hmm. offense is going to be better. Agreed. I, I keep going back to in my head of trying to explain away the three and outs, though. I think there's been some cold stretches, partially because of the quarterback. Right. You know I, mean? I like think the quarterback has played a, a part a couple, of that. A couple series. There's another stat that I, I saw the other day that kind of surprised me, and i got to call it up here, so I'm going to fill some time as I talk about this. Well, as you are, I mean, I remember even just before this past game, the Steelers' early down success rate was pretty poor. You know, the, their first and second downs. But yeah. I, you know, and that could okay, attribute to it, too. So the one thing that we haven't seen a lot of this year, and we know that he likes to do this, he does this uh, best, uh, Roth- the Steelers have had Roethlisberger attempt no huddle. He's attempted 13 passes in a no huddle in the first three games. And he's good at it. He's I mean, 11, of thir- 11 of 13. He's got a passer rating of 122.1 hmm. in the no huddle. Uh, one touchdown pass. Uh, he's thrown for 93 yards, and that's in that kind of situation. So I think they haven't had to do it in these that's first couple That's the thing is I think that's too, is coming. Yeah, I think that's coming, and I it's think— not like they took it out of the— Like, ball. it would not have surprised me to see them open the game against the Titans in a no huddle. Sure. And go down and try to get a quick score if they, right, get, right, if they right, won right. the— so, Those kind of things could be on the horizon. Yeah, right, so, right, right. I mean, the offense is certainly going to be better— uh, you know, when you start looking at those kind of things. And, and so I, I think there are some things here that I look at. When he's been blitzed this year, 
He's 20, 24 of 29 for 82% completion, five touchdowns, no interceptions. He's only thrown six touchdowns. Right. So or, I'm sorry, seven. he has seven touchdowns. So if you blitz Ben Roethlisberger, you do so at your own risk. Like Right. Philly's not a big blitz team. But the Ravens are, yeah. You know, I mean, just thinking about some some people on the horizon. So there's some there's some things here that that, that show me that you know he's going to be better moving forward, mm-hmm. and that's this is not going to be a problem. No, I'm not particularly worried. I mean, I know his deep passing numbers aren't great. Yeah, he's like three for twelve or something right. like that. Yeah, and I would think he'll get a better feel for throwing the football and you know better touch on those type of things too. But Ben's not a worry for me. Not at all. I mean, no, it, I, I, it, I think he's getting better each game. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I, can, I think the arrow continues to be pointed up with that. And maybe now, you know, having played three games and now he gets a chance to step back and assess things, mm-hmm. he may be better coming out of this. This may have been for, for Ben Roethlisberger having to buy after playing three games. It might have done him a world. It's kind of like, okay, that's, this was your preseason. Now yeah, you get yeah, to start yeah. the, the meat of your schedule, your re- real regular season. Go and, play thirteen, and, yeah, and know who you are and what you know, yeah. how everything's working out. You know how yeah. you know what you what your arm can do. You know what it can't do. It doesn't look like it's, he's that's restricted at all. Mm-hmm. But have you, a better feel for your pass catchers. Yeah, you you get an extra few days here to work with those guys. Yeah. Um, so it's not a bad thing. No, I mean, I know there are some disturbing offensive numbers, but I'm not real worried about the offense. No, it's it's going to be better, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I just think. That, and I'm not comparing it to last year. I mean, I, and, and quite frankly, I mean, they've gotten to see some things that we didn't know anything about going into the season. Um, you know, what was that backup situation like behind James Conner? Mm-hmm. The um, O line shuffling. The O line. How's that going to look? Is mm-hmm. you know, can these guys do this stuff? And and you know, how's Eric Ebron fit into the offense? Ebron acclimating. You know, another rookie receiver and running back thrown into the mix. Uh, yeah. You know, least, those guys have gotten valuable touches already, valuable playing time already. Now yeah. they, they get a chance to take a step back and self-scout a little self-scout bit, a little bit yeah. come back out of this and ready to go. It's almost like these first three games were a preseason. Yeah, it kind of was that way in terms of... And you got three easy opponents with which you got win. The, yeah. the wins count. That's if, the, if you look at it like a preseason that counts, it's a good way of thinking of it. Like You played three draft picks quite a bit on offense. And they all passed the test, right? You know, like you didn't know those answers. You got your new guys acclimated into this. I mean, Wasniewski got a start. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Ebron has gotten. You know, we can count on him when he comes. Yeah, back. been more yeah, of a right, factor right, right. when he's gotten into the mix. So, yeah. your old guys, you know, Pouncey and Villanueva, they don't look old. Good, right? <laughs> the Castro's like back that, in the right? lineup now, so you're you're good there. And Benzo, oh, oh, by the way, maybe yeah. his knee wasn't quite a hundred percent when he was coming back. I'm when, sure he's happy about that. Now, when he right. comes out of the bye, um, you know, he's going to be closer to a hundred percent than he was. So. It's not a bad thing. No, no, it's not. If you look at it from that perspective, too, like we, we got three really valuable preseason type games. We're, we're three and zero. We're top yeah, of the division. Got, got three wins. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what more and could you want? Let's let's learn from everything we have at this point. And you got two more games coming up at home that are also winnable. If you get the five and zero going into that Ravens game, or yeah, you, right. you know, or going into the next game with the Titans, if it is that that mm-hmm. week seven game. Right, right, right. Who are the next two? Philly and Cleveland. Oh, right, right. Both at home. Then Both you go. Here. Then you go to, to play the Titans. And, and you go a lot of road stuff after that. Yeah. So, no, I like where they're sitting. I really do. I mean, we say this all the time, and I don't mean to keep bringing it up, but it's hard to find real areas of concern right now. You know, and right. they'll pop up. I mean, yeah. It's a long year, and people get hurt and all those things too. But they're pretty good in all areas. Maybe not great in all areas, but they're pretty good in all areas. Pretty good, yeah. And there are some spots that are great. That is going to do it for our show today. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob here on site, 
we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally, and yes, I was talking to you, Adam Crowley. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this edition of The Drive.